0: the Clients and Conversions Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Clem, and I've helped fellow entrepreneurs and business owners, just like you, harness the power of social media to grow your audience by the hundreds, 2X their launch sales, and have client leads banging down the door to book a call with you. And I'm the first to say that hustling and searching hours online for your next client or student is not the vital ingredient to your success or even your happiness. This podcast is for driven entrepreneurs from coaches to course creators and everything in between to access practical and actionable tactics on everything from how to get clients with Instagram advertising and really unlock the keys from sales and social media to get growth with the simplest tools possible while keeping it just long enough to get you through your walk, drive, or workout. So stick with us for this episode and the ones to come so you can get more clients and sales in less time and let's get into it. So today we have on Alina, who is a life coach and business coach for online entrepreneurs who utilizes subconscious reprogramming and NLP to heal and unblock any limiting beliefs that are really keeping people stuck from where they're at today. So welcome to the show, Alina. Hi, hi guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited to go into this because I think what's really amazing about what you do is the inner workaround subconscious reprogramming and NLP because that's, you know, such a, big thing that's needed for a lot of entrepreneurs that they don't realize until probably later on. So before we even dive into all that juiciness, I want to go into kind of what really led you down this path. So I'd love to hear a little bit, kind of like what were the main milestones or things that really brought you down the path that you're at today?
1: Sure. Um, So I have always felt that I've been really multi-passionate and I've always like been interested in psychology and I like business. I've just been like, a lover of observing people's like behaviors, um, so I have a few degrees. I did like psych in university. Then I have then I went post marketing. Then I went into events, and then I went into personal training. And then I went into um, nutrition and supplements. And then I went into an MLM. And it was just wild. But the whole time I was like, I know I want to impact people, but I just didn't know what my thing was specifically. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was always like I desired freedom. And I was like, how do I live a life where I impact people and have freedom? And so I still wanted to work with people. And then one day I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go back to school and get a counseling degree in psychology and we'll figure it out. And literally that day, a friend of mine that I went to high school with popped up and was talking about her being a coach and online and it was just like what there's coaches online and all of a sudden my brain was just like poof I was like I just got immersed in the fact that like people were coaching people online like life coaching business coach and I was like this is it this is going to create that freedom lifestyle that I desire me being able to work with people around the world And then I just stopped that application. And then what I just decided to start doing was just like, I'm just going to share what I know works because the fact is I did a lot of like personal training and nutrition. So I always help with people trying to lose weight, dealing with things in their past. And I've always noticed that nutrition and personal training really targets surface level change and transformation. But those people who don't actually work on like the inner work, like the things that they picked up when they were younger, role modeled, like, shame guilt it's it's the fact they're the people that never get to keep those results so they you know they lose the way they get healthy and then it's back to the same thing that they were like working on before and I was just like it's these limiting beliefs and then I got really into the subconscious work Dr. Dispenza you know Carl Jung and then like it just kind of blew up from there and I just kept sharing stuff online I was like I'm just going to share stuff and then people just started resonating with it and I just kept going with it and eventually like people started coming to me and asking me like do you do one on want coaching and at the time I wasn't offering anything and I was like sure and then yeah and it just literally went from there and then I started life coaching and part of my passion too is I am a big like advocate for like when people, I I believe that when people heal things or if they've overcome something big that they have this responsibility to teach other people. And what's been happening with a lot of my life coaching clients, because I believe we attract who we are, is now that they heal all these things, they now want to be like, I... I want to teach people this too. I want to have this lifestyle. So somehow a lot of my life coaching clients have turned into like business coaching or selling something that they're, you know, overcome. And so like, now I have like these two multi-passionate things that I do is like, I love life coaching. I love healing people. And then I love teaching people how to like, you know, show up online authentically, you know, like get rid of all those living beliefs. Because When people come to me in the business, they're having issues with attracting aligned clients and sales, and it always comes down to like limiting beliefs. There's money mindset things they have to work through. There's like, they're not able to show up authentically. There's like this, I'm not enough, you know, comparison, all these things. And so I always start with inner work, regardless of what, what people come to me with. So yeah, so we're here and so far, everything's amazing. I've been launching group programs and, you know, I have my first speaking gig and I just believe that if you desire something literally it will manifest like you can achieve anything you just have to get clear write it down and trust
0: <laughs> yeah i think that's a huge piece that that second piece of trust yes. that's where people slip up the most because oh, yeah. and i mean i think this is some for those who don't know we're kind of in the middle of going into holiday season at this time and this is a time where you know new year new me happens hol- like the planning starts all these kind of fun things and yeah. I think what can happen is people get so focused on the actual action of creating the goal, but not the, you know, next hour, next day, next 31 days of trusting and like taking a line to action. So I'm curious to hear for you, especially with your clients, because obviously with life coaching comes unearthing your passions, which then leads into business coaching very well. Um, When you find that those people who are moving into business coaching are those who are even there now and you know, they're, they're creating these amazing goals Why do you think a lot of people have such a hard time with trusting themselves that that's going to work or even self-sabotage? Because I see that happen a lot with goals as well.
1: Yeah, so the trust really comes down to like – the integrity piece is really big for me too, is like, what happens is a lot of times we tend to keep promises to other people in our lives, we'll show up for other people. But when it comes to ourselves, like going to the gym, eating healthy, it's we just we always drop the ball. And then so every single time that we don't honor our word, and we we just we build this low confidence. And I always say to people like one of the best ways to build confidence is to just honor your word, and like, not to make huge goals, it's just like, wake up in the morning and set two intentions that are related to your big goals. Like, cause dreams are useless without goals. So we need to chunk things down, but the trust thing, honestly, when you have a lot of low trust. It's so totally related to how many times you have just Given up on yourself, you know, you did this one thing, you failed, and a lot of those things they get like deepened into our subconscious mind. And it's like, I don't even trust myself to go to the gym because I just keep failing, so that's a big thing. And then emotional intelligence is just like trusting that things will actually align for us, and but we get up in our heads, like, oh, it's not coming soon enough, you know. We I, everybody has this immediate gratification, especially now with the internet and everything's like, you know, so fast speed. That we want everything like yesterday, but we really got to understand that, especially when we're working on deeper things, it's not just going to come the next day regardless. So trust for me is like just trusting with your emotions, staying in alignment and honoring your word every single day.
0: Yeah, I think that's a huge one that a lot of people, including myself when I was first starting, really didn't realize how important that was. You know, whether it be you're watching YouTube and you say you're going to turn off the TV at nine, but you do 10 or you, okay. you, you know, go say you're going to work out and then it becomes two days from la- from there, even though they're such small actions, yep. they build that kind of like snowball of resistance that pops up.
1: Yeah, and then we try to make bigger goals and we're like, how can I even trust myself? And last time I set a goal, I got disappointed. Last time I tried to be motivated, I wasn't, right? And then so, and then we have issues with trusting, but I always say like, just start with two intentions every day. They don't have to be big. Just one thing that will lead maybe on a health-wise thing and then something related to like, you know some ambitious dream right but just two intentions like we all have time to do two things every single day and every time you start to hit those the confidence does get better your integrity gets strengthened and then we start to trust ourselves because we're actually following through on what we say
0: yeah, it's huge. And I think what's really cool about what you do as well is that life coaching piece is so big because a lot of people come to you, which I assume, which we'll talk about in a second, it's kind of like the stuckness feeling of like transitions, I don't know what to do, so forth. What do you feel like a lot of people come to you for on the life coach side? I feel like business coach is very much like we kind of know where we're gonna be, but life coaching I feel like has such a variety of places do you find that a lot of your life coaching people are in a similar boat or is it kind of just a variety of people Uh, I think it's so I
1: believe that we attract who we are so what I've noticed is that I attract people that I've spoken about my story so one of the things I've always been stuck with like uh perfectionism and you know like the procrastinating thinking I have to like perfect everything. So that that's more, I guess, related to business. But we're life coaching, so a lot of things I was definitely like food obsessed. I had body image stuff going on. You know, like, you know, even though I ate healthy, there was an obsession there. Right. And so even though I wasn't doing it hurt myself, it's like the thoughts that you're constantly thinking I'm like, oh, what am I gonna eat next time? And then you know, checking your abs if they're there. To me, regardless of how healthy you look, if you're having these obsessive thoughts, they take over your life. And then what I see, especially with women, is like we're spending 90% of our day, thinking about what we're going to eat next, how we're looking, when's our next workout that we're not even moving towards, we're not even present in life. And then we're not even working towards any other dreams or aspirations because we're so fixated. And I know a lot of women are conditioned in this. So I have a lot of clients that come for me with like, there's food, like food obsessions, some eating disorders, um, fitness goals too. There's, there's trauma too. Now I've not had trauma, but because I talk a lot about subconscious programming, I track people who are like, I really want to do this inner work and a lot of, you know, like, and relationships too. Um, so I t- because I talk about it a lot and I believe that you can heal anything with subconscious programming. I just, I do attract a lot of like different people needing different things, but a lot of them are definitely body image, food obsession, relationships, and then things that have happened in the past, like conditioning and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's, a I think, a really big piece, like what you mentioned, is when people are going into anything where they're asking for a mentor or coach of some sort, they're usually always coming from a place of, like, I, you know, wanting to change my life, and for those who might not know, you know, subconscious reprogramming and NLP have become They've become a lot more, I would say, curious for mainstream people now in the last yeah. couple of years. So for those who don't know, can you explain a little bit about what subconscious reprogramming is and kind of what you do with your clients around it? Because I think it's such a interesting topic that not many people know enough about.
1: Yes. Okay. So I'm like I'm a spiritual person, but I'm very heavily in science. I took neuroscience in school. And so subconscious programming and like manifestation has Honestly, just created massive results for my clients because the truth is, is that first of all, we don't manifest things just from thinking thoughts. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it doesn't make sense. We think in polarity all day long, our emotions are in polarity all day long. If we actually manifest our thoughts, like flying cars would be coming from the sky. So, I was interested in that first before I got into subconscious programming. I was just like, well, what is going on? How do you actually manifest? And then I started reading books by Dr. Dispenza. Um, The biology belief. um, So these are all doctors. And they were talking about this. That How it starts is that everything that we manifest is manifesting from our subconscious mind. So our subconscious mind runs 95% of our life. It's our autopilot brain, which we need because if we have to think about how to drive, brush our teeth, and do all these little tasks, we would go crazy. Our brain wants to conserve energy. So our brain, 95% of the day, is just going on autopilot. It's just the memory of us. And so when we have like limiting beliefs, we have money mindset, any area that you look in your life and you're like, I don't have results here. There's a block. And it means that you picked up something from the ages of 0 and 7, and anything past that is trauma. So if your parents, if you grew up and your parents were constantly fighting about money and there was a struggle, you you start associating that money was a struggle, and you're probably more likely in the future having money struggles. You know, if your mom obsessed with food or if someone was, um, you know, telling you that you were overweight when you were little, these little beliefs get imprinted in us. So belief systems are like dominant thoughts that you have. So you're thinking something so much, then you, they just become dominant beliefs. And then these dominant beliefs are these stories. We start creating stories around these beliefs, and then it creates our identity, which affects our emotions, and our emotions affect our actions. And so 95% of the like thoughts that you're having are from these subconscious beliefs that you picked up in childhood. So identifying them is really important. Like looking at your triggers, looking at where you don't have results in your life. And so, so, so if you want to change something in your life, we really got to identify limiting beliefs. So first thing I always tell my clients is like, what are you triggered about most? Where don't you have results? And then I'll just ask them, like, what do you think about money? What do you think about men, women? What are the first thing that comes up? If there's like a limiting, it's like, if you hate men, you're hundred percent probably attracting really bad men in your life, or you're repelling the good men right? So now that we know our beliefs, then we can start to reprogram them. So the way I do my hypnosis is not like a hypnosis where I'm putting you in sleeve. I actually do it over zoom. It's just, I'm going to, I take them, I get them to lay down at home and just relax. I put binarial beats on to get them in a theta state because the theta state is the state that you are in from the ages of zero seven. It's like that suggestible state. So when they're laying down, I just first take them through literally like their, like their womb and I get them to picture themselves in their mom's womb, like getting all their needs met, no matter what trauma you go through, whatever health, I literally get them to start thinking about it because the way that beliefs work is like, you think about your brain and you have these grooves. And so in these grooves, let's say it's like these these neurons firing wire together. And these are your beliefs. In order to change them, you can't just like, so let's pretend that the grooves are full of water. You can't just step in the water and be like, stop. You can't stop the firing, especially when firing it for years. What you want to do is you want to start to create basically like a new memory. And so you're basically now in this hypnotic state, like, going back to memories where you've had trauma and you're now seeing yourself get healed. You're being seen by your parents. You, if you were made fun of as a kid or something, you're seeing that you're getting along and you start to create a stronger neuron. And the more that you go back and you start to create these new memories, you start firing and wiring together these new neurons and then the old beliefs start to die off. This is why affirmations also work but affirmations don't work if you're like i'm a millionaire and your brain's like no you're not (laughs) it -hmm. works when you're in a subconscious state so i always tell people the best thing you can do too is you know when you're watching tv you can watch people that like let's say if you have like bad relationships like watch people who have good relationship on tv you're in a hypnotic state in your car when you're driving is a really good time to scream out your affirmations because you're Mm -hmm. also in theta state and then, so you can do on your own. This is something that I'm going to tell your, um, your tribe here that you guys can start doing today is whatever limiting beliefs you have, take the opposite of that. So let's say if you have a bad money mind story, say that you basically, I love money, create affirmations around a new belief. And what you can do is you can just pick up your recorder on your phone, like the memo and record yourself saying like, you know, I'm confident, I'm sexy, I love money, whatever affirmations you need to start to create a new blueprint. And you want to start to put these on like eight minutes before you go to bed and then eight minutes while you're waking up. Because the truth is, how, if you're, it's just creating a new dominant belief. And then the more that your brain is hearing you say it, because that's the thing. When people go on YouTube and they listen to hypnosis and it's like an old man and he's like, I'm sexy, I'm confident. Your mm-hmm. brain's like, who the hell is this guy? So people don't understand that your subconscious mind, it actually wants to hear your voice. So when I was talking about the first hypnosis I do with my clients is I'm teaching them how to go through it, go through all the stages of their memories. And you don't necessarily have to remember everything, but you want to make sure you're going through your childhood and literally going through authentic, being seen, being met, everything that will make you whole now. And But at home now, you can record your own hypnosis all the time, and you're just taking – whatever limiting belief you have, you're flipping it into an empowered state. So affirmations, mantras, whatever you need to say for you to actually believe so that your subconscious mind accepts it. And then you will start noticing the more you do this, that you will actually start to change the way you feel about certain things. This has worked for me. This is how I have healed with my food obsessions. This is how I legit manifest clients into my programs. I literally will create like launch hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is like eight minutes before you go to bed, pop it on or eight minutes when you're waking up and your brain will eventually accept it because again it's like every single belief that we have is just a repetitive bunch of thoughts something that we're saying to ourselves but if you start creating new ones it will eventually accept it and then you're going to start projecting and manifesting from that
0: there's (laughs) so much good in that last piece if you guys don't rewind that then you're crazy Um, (laughs) but I think what's really amazing is because for those who, I haven't talked about this enough on the podcast, but i actually been getting into hypnosis for a little bit. I used it similar to you, where um, I think it was a couple of years back when I was in college, I struggled with some food uh, problems as well, and I went to an actual um, hypnotist person, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> practitioner, um, who helped out with that, and it really, like, started my um, curiosity with it, and even as of now, I try and do at least one type of hypnotic video or something at least once every other day or every day, um, whether it be like help with letting go of detachment, whether it be helping to like, whatever, you know, self-esteem, whatever it might be that you're struggling with, hypnosis can be really amazing. The biggest thing that can really help out with you is you just have to be open to it first because- I think that's something that I noticed can really halt anyone's growth, literally in anything whatsoever. But especially with hypnosis, if you're not open to it, you're, it's gonna take a lot longer for you to really see the results that you want and let it ingrain in you, versus just being fully open and receptive to being just like, you know, this is how it is. Like, this is whatever's gonna happen is yeah. gonna happen. It's like, if you go to a magician show, like if you become a volunteer, you're just gonna love whatever happened to you. You can't really worry about what's going to what's gonna happen
1: you got to have that growth mindset i think it like literally when you say i know your brain your subconscious mind goes oh i know everything and it just shuts off from you allowing new information in and mm-hmm. i've always kept this mindset now that i don't know everything and that that's why i'm so open to learning more information and there's just more and more like you know and neuroplasticity proves that this actually works like mm-hmm. we used to be told that our brain was fixed and that the, by the time you're 40 that's it you're not allowed to learn anything you're you 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 don't grow any more grooves, new neurons. And that's completely like not true. That's why subconscious reprogram, wow, reprogramming is completely associated with neuroplasticity. It's like if you legit start to think a new thought and you believe and you're repeating it all the time and you're getting some motions behind it, but that's why I said trauma, trauma, you, you create memories really quickly. It just speeds up the integration process. Right. But if you're just saying an affirmation all the time about one thing and you're believing it, Eventually you are creating a neuron that's gonna to start to fire and wire together that the old belief will die off. And this is like neuroscience, this is epigenetics. And this is why like I love learning, and that's why my manifestation formula is completely different than other people. I'm like, it's science, baby. Like, <laughs> do this and it will work. That's why when people come to me, I'm like, I've been stuck forever, and I'm like, I got you. <laughs> no yeah. one is stuck. You can heal anything, all like it's just like this having this open mindset and growth mindset and allowing new information to come in.
0: Yeah. And you actually mentioned something there that is great for the next question I was going to have, which was that you can really heal anything. And for you, especially, obviously your clients are everywhere, but let's shift because we talked about life coaching and area now let's go into business coaching area for you. What is kind of like the main one or two beliefs or thought patterns that stop so many of your business coaching clients from like getting the true success they want?
1: Oh, I am not enough. That Mm -hmm. is the biggest one and this is because the truth is that your beliefs that you have impact who you attract it's like you if you believe something about yourself it's translated in your posts in your videos and so when you have this I am not enough what happens is we start to we try to convince people you you can read people's copies sometimes where it's very like really trying to convince people and you're they're like showing up in your inbox because they feel like they're not enough and then it's like when you're trying to create an irresistible offer, they get in their heads. are like, I know I need to say more. I need to say more. And then, you know, it the ball drops. But mm-hmm. this whole I am enough, it's a huge limiting belief. And it all stems from, again, childhood. At some point, you you were probably, you know, told that you were too loud, you were too much, and then you start to tweak yourself. And that really disaligns you with your clients. Because if you're trying to be something else, as opposed to who you actually are, your ideal clients cannot find you. So, So I am not enough is a really big one. And then comparing ourselves to other people and not being able to show up authentically online really holds people back because again, it's like, I don't feel good enough who I am. So I'm going to go and tweak myself a little bit. And then again, the people that are aligned to us cannot find us. So those are like the two big ones that I see with that people struggle with business.
0: Yeah. I mean, both are so big, but especially for women, I'm not enough is a huge one. And because I see it even as someone who, uh, has been in the online space for a while, you know, multiple years now that for a lot of people, especially those who are in the be- like beginning year or two, I am not enough is translated in, you know, their copy and how they charge their pricing, how they, uh, show up in live video. And it's like you said, it's such a huge piece of it. It kind of bleeds into every area of your life and every area of your way. So I'm so happy that you mentioned that because for those who are in business and you're wondering, oh, why is this happening? Why am I going this way? You probably don't realize that so much of that is coming from the underlying root because it's, it's a deep one for most people.
1: Yeah. And it's, and it's also, we compare ourselves, right? Like we see this one successful lady and she's doing it. And so we're like, okay, I'm not good enough. And sometimes it holds people back from even showing up at all. They completely quit or then they, yeah, they try to, you know, like mimic somebody else and put on this mask and it's not them. And if you're not authentic, your ideal clients cannot find you. Like you have to trust that you are enough. And the biggest things that like the biggest thing that shifted for me was that you have to realize that you are good enough for who you are serving right now, meaning one day you're going to be good enough for the people that are you're going to serve at your next level. But there's always going to be another level of us, another level of our clients, and we just have to accept right now I am someone's next step. I am good enough to serve who I am meant to serve right now. And that really shifted for me because it, it's true. Like right now there are people that I'm not good enough, you know, and by good enough, I mean like my confidence, my experience is not there yet. So I can't serve people that are like, you know, higher than me, I guess, if you want to say, but there mm-hmm. are people right now that are two steps behind me, five steps behind me that I am good enough to serve. So you, you just got to believe that we're good enough and that we are somebody's next step
0: that is so huge and again coming back to pricing i see this happen where people will try and charge exponentially at first because they're trying to like hit that higher level person when they're actually not fully ready for that at this time which again it's not that you're not going to be it just means that at this moment that's just not where you're supposed to be i think there's a there's an old wise tale somewhere where it's like you know you can try and take your way across the country but if you're currently walking barefoot, it's going to take you a lot longer than a car And right now. You don't probably have a car and that's okay. Hundred percent. And it comes
1: down again to comparing. We're like, well, she's charging that much. So I have to charge this much, but it's like you got to charge where you are at your level. Like who can you serve? Who are the people behind you? You know, Mm -hmm. I always say like your ideal client is always you. So who's two steps behind you, three steps behind you. You're good enough to serve those people. So show up, you know, make your price aligned with that and then realize one day as you get more experience as you get more aligned to higher ticket like clients you're going to be good enough to like to serve those it's inevitable right it's like i always mm-hmm. tell people like your success is always inevitable if you start walking right now and you don't stop it will compound right every result is just compounded positive energy over time if you do not stop it's inevitable that you will get to your destination
0: yeah, that's a big thing. I was like, j- basically, just persistence, but in a way that's aligned, basically aligned yes. persistence
1: of sorts. Yes. And everyone in this world needs a next level too, right? Mm. So it's like you are good enough, and there's always more. And I think a lot of people get in this mindset too that there's not enough to go around, mm. right? They're like, we get in these bubble. Like I know as, you, as a coach, right? Like you feel like I feel like I'm in a coach bubble where everyone mm. is just like a coach, but it's not true. It's just we're in this little bubble, and like the truth is every coach has a few coaches, every level of you is going to require a different mentors. So there's so much to go around.
0: Yeah. I think that those are the, if you guys could start on any three big beliefs, like to try and break down, it'd be the I'm not enough comparison and yep. scarcity. Those are going to be your top three. Yep. A hundred percent. I love that. Okay. This last topic that you've already mentioned a little bit on, I want to go into a little bit deeper for those to really hear your perspective on authenticity. So what is your definition or version of authenticity in the online space? So I truly believe that we attract who we are. So
1: like you hear our vibe attracts our tribe. That is true. So authenticity to me is showing up you like how like what like when you wake up in the morning do you listen to the music that you like are you you know what I mean dressing the way you like your hair like does it feel good to me authenticity is like i feel good right now i like what i'm wearing i feel high vibe so that's when i show up online right i write my posts like that but authenticity is really hard for a lot of people because one of the biggest blocks online is that fear of judgment right? It's like, we're, we're like worried that we're, again, we're not good enough. So we tweak things a little bit and then we're, we're not showing up who we are or we copy somebody else. Cause it's like, all right, it's working for her. So I'm going to try to do it for me. But authenticity really like you attract who you are. And that's why the whole, like you got to have an abundant mindset because there's so many people that are exactly like you. So if you show up like yourself without fearing anybody you're going to attract the same kind of people And when i say one it's always groups of people there are Mm -hmm. so many people just like that so authenticity is just like you your beliefs you know your confidence your courage all of that has to show up whatever weirdness that you have like like i get up online and i'll just like share whatever comes through me you know because it's just like it's in a moment people always resonate with that too like having a download and showing up But you just, you've got to be who you are. And it's just like, check with yourself. Do you feel like you you dim your light a little bit? You know, do you feel like you're tweaking a little bit because you think, oh, I'm going to rub somebody the wrong way or trigger somebody? And like, just looking at that.
0: Yeah, I mean even you and I connected around I think I commented on your Instagram story around llamas. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yes, llamas.
1: So I see llamas everywhere
0: now. <laughs> right? Um so it's one of those things where if you if she never shared that, you know, maybe I wouldn't have been as what's it called? curious or motivated to like respond to something or maybe it wouldn't have been this way so it's something like you mentioned which is even sometimes that I forget to do is you know really yeah. share those different facets of yourself because you never know what person's gonna connect to what so if you just only share like pink photos if someone likes a yeah. blue photo and you also like blue they're not gonna know because they're never sharing that
1: exactly so it's like even like your branding your branding needs to represent who you are right so like my branding has a lot of teal in it because that's like my favorite color it's just like who are you like like even the lifestyle that you have it's like you just like i'm a very healthy lifestyle I like to show supplements and that's the thing with like our online business it's not we are our storefront like mm-hmm. people buy us so we can't also just be pitching and talking about our programs like people want to see who's this girl about? Right? Like, and you're not always talking about to your ideal client. It's like, there's new people that are showing up on your posts. But if your posts are always about selling, selling, and it's all business, and it's just like, they're like, who is this girl? Like personally, I don't buy from anybody. If I look at their Instagram, and I never see a single photo of them or a video, or I don't hear them because I'm just like, who's behind this brand? Right? It's just very automated. It doesn't feel you don't feel connected and authenticity is all about, I relate to this girl. Like this girl sounds like she's my homegirl. She speaks my love language. So mm-hmm. it's like, own who you are. Like you've got to own who you are. If you are loud, if you like rap, mm-hmm. show that, show it in your Insta stories so people can connect to you because again, you attract who you are that we, we just got to talk to our people. Like my coach used to say to me, she's like, you do not have to be world renowned or famous to make impact or be rich in this world. All you have to be is network renowned. So if you show up as yourself and you attract one client, that's just like you, and you do a good job, people in their networks, they're going to tell other people. And that's Mm -hmm. how you can grow a business. Like you do not have to be famous at all. You have to be network renowned. And that starts with who am I? Like, who is my tribe? Like I got to show up as myself. Your vibe attracts your tribe.
0: Yeah, that's a big piece. And I love that you mentioned that too, because I think like it's in the way of a lot of people for those who are looking at other big industry leaders and think, oh, well, I can't have the same success they have or can't even get to their level because they're doing that. And that's just not the case because there's so many other people out there who need your work. Like even for me, for when I do ads for people, like, they will come out of the absolute woodworks. And I'm like, I literally don't know who you are, but let's work together because you seem cool. And that wouldn't have come from if I was focused on, oh, well, only this one client is doing, like, is coming to me this way. That same client brought me three other people. But I wouldn't have known that if I never brought her on or if I came from a place of, well, I need to get five more people and just you have, like you said, a different energy that shifts around it can really play a part into how your day, week, months, and years go going forward. So I'd want to go into really this last question before I move into rapid fire, which is for you, out of everything that you kind of seen for your clients and so forth, what is kind of like the number one takeaway or even just quote or something that you found that you think the listeners need to hear today?
1: that you can do anything you can manifest anything and you can always stop where you are because i'm a big believer that like i do believe that we have a purpose here and i believe that a lot of people have been conditioned by society that they had to go to school and then they had to get this nine to five job and then they had to stay in that career and then they had to get the pension settle down and get married and that's it and then a lot of people are very unhappy and our people are held back by taking these risks, you know? So one thing I want to say to people is like, if you do not like what you're doing, you can always change at, at any age. I see women in business killing it right now that are like 55 years old, 60, because they decided to take a chance on themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And I always say like, you've got to invest in yourself. Like if you want to collapse time and reach your goals faster, start making decisions from your next level. You, meaning what is my next level to do? Does she invest in herself? Does she have mentors? Start thinking from that way? And my second piece of advice that I want to say is adopt if if you're in business, adopt a business woman mindset. And by that, I mean, instead of getting triggered by successful women around you, look at those women and be like, wow, she is killing it. She's doing something. I need to take notes here. I need to hire her. Because that's how we up-level. And I think that held me back for a long time is being triggered by a lot of successful women. And now I'm like, this girl's killing it. I got to take notes. I got to get in her energy. So invest in yourself if you want to collapse time. Start making decisions from your next level and adopt the businesswoman mindset, meaning get yourself around people who have or are succeeding in what you want to do, and you will collapse time around all of your goals.
0: So good. Okay, now let's go into the last little r- rapid fire round, which is basically just going to be a couple questions so that the audience you know you better, get some, you know, just some free fun w- wisdom from you. So first question is favorite book you've ever read or are currently reading?
1: Oh, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. So good. I'm it's just like just subconscious- listening to that, actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's like,
1: oh, and you know what? Happy pocket full of money. It's like quantum physics, wealth mm. consciousness. It's like, oh my God, it'll rock your boat. But Secrets of a Millionaire Mind was really good because it just talks about how we picked up all our limiting beliefs as a childhood and how we can start to reframe that. So yeah,
0: good read. <laughs> Love it. What is your favorite word or phrase you use daily? A line. <laughs> That's fair. (laughs) Align, align, align. Yeah. (laughs) What is something you're not very good at or working to get better at?
1: Oh, this is a good one. I think I still have like this limiting belief around how I write. I've been told I'm a really good speaker and like that's kind of like my, my desire. I definitely want to be speaking up on stage. But I have this limiting belief of how I write because I tend to write how I speak. So I always like, I'm like, is my grammar right? Because I really don't care about that stuff. I never cared in like school. But like, yeah, I think that's kind of like just still letting that go through my coach says, write how you talk. That's how people are going to read your energy. So that's exactly what I do. And it's been working, but you know, you still have those living
0: beliefs that you got to work through. Yeah, very true. Okay. What is one characteristic that you believe every entrepreneur needs? Uh, one characteristics,
1: Ah, uh, be brave, be brave. If you want to have confidence, be brave, take courageous
0: action every day before you are ready. Love it. Okay, last two. What are two tools, mindset, or resources that you think every entrepreneur needs to make their business or marketing successful?
1: Uh, two resources, uh, get a coach, (laughs) Mm -hmm. get a coach. And honestly, just get inspired every single day. I don't believe that you need everything. Like for instance, for me, like I grew my business without a website, without any sales funnels, none of that at the beginning by just showing up who I like who I am. Right. Mm -hmm. So I believe that if you really want to start collapsing time around everything, it's just get yourself a coach. Like it will save you so much time and so much grief.
0: True. Last question. What does success look like to you in your own eyes? Being happy and fulfilled every single day,
1: waking up in the morning and loving what I do. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Not a lot of people can say that they get up and they love, and I little sleep three hours a night with my babies and I still wake up really happy and fulfilled.
0: I love that. Okay. Well, we've covered so much amazing stuff and I want to make sure that those who are interested and want to learn more about you, give them a little bit of taste and like what you're currently working on, where can they find you? So let them know where they can find you after just like, I need you more in my life and what you got going on right now. Sure. So my like brand name is Aligned Habits.
1: Because, you know, subconscious programming, we got to align our habits with our (laughs) beliefs. So you guys can find me anywhere on Facebook and on Instagram by Align Habits. And right now, I currently am in a launch. I have two launches, kind of, but I'm focusing on right now. It's magnetism in your business. It's helping people. It's helping women, entrepreneurs, get over those. I'm not worth it. And trying to learn how to actually love sales is, you know, authentic branding, showing up online and magnetizing your clients. Because, again... I didn't need all the fancy-smancy email funnels, objections, none of that. I just showed up at energy, and that's exactly what I teach. And then on my life coaching, I have a group program called Magnetic Mind, and it literally takes you through everything we talked about. We start with, you know, subconscious program, emotional intelligence, how to handle emotions, because a lot of times – it's our emotions that kind of get in the way of things, right? We tend to self-sabotage, or we tend not to take action because those fears get in the way, and then integrity. So because a truly, if you want to change anything in your life, is align your beliefs, get your emotions in check, and have integrity. So honor your word and do the work. So that's the program that I have, and that's starting in January, which I'm really excited because I know a lot of people want to make some big shifts. Although I will say, I'm a big believer that you have to adopt a mindset where if you want to change something, it's now. Don't be the type of person who's like, I'm going to do it Monday. I'm going to do it next month. I'm going to do it next year. Because if you are that type of personality, you're going to be the same person you are today as you are last year. So just get on it.
0: Um, But yeah, you guys can find me on Align Habits. And that's what I got going on. Awesome. And we'll have all of her links and website URLs down below so you guys can check more of her out. But I just want to say thank you so much, Talena, for coming on. This has been absolutely amazing. Ah, oh, thank you. You were a pleasure. Look at all the vibes. <laughs> thank you. Okay, guys, I will talk to you guys all next episode and see you then. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so excited that you were able to go through it and get some actionable tips out of it. For next steps, make sure you go to danielleclem.com slash ad breakdown to get the complete ad breakdown around what one Insta ad did to help create 559 client leads and 20% sales increase and in launch. Make sure to go ahead there to do that and DM me at I'm Danielle Clem to go in deeper to the conversation. And last but not least, make sure to leave a rating and review so that this podcast can get out to more amazing people like yourself.